I'm a desperate man Send lawyers, guns and money This shit has hit the fan Hello everyone, welcome to the Handgun World Podcast, episode 632, I'm Bob Main, your host, the practical guy with a practical show on firearms, and I got another great guest this week that is sitting by joining me, he's uh, he's waiting, but first of all, I want to get into the fact that, you know, I've got this series going that says, what do you carry and why, and I'm going to ask John about that. But John's also got a pretty impressive background that I want to talk about a little bit before. Please remember, this is a listener-supported show. So if you can support the show either on Patreon or doing some shopping on my Amazon store, that would be great so I can keep bringing you in interviews like this. So let's bring him on. John, John Valenti from Varsity Firearms in New Jersey. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Thanks for having Good. me. Good. I'm doing Thanks great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. So I've been reading your bio. It's pretty good. And, um, you know, you, you not only own a varsity firearms, but you got a lot of instructor certifications. And in the email you sent to me, you sent me a pretty impressive um, list of what you have learned on the training road. Tell me about it. Well, um, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, this started about 26 years ago. Um, I, uh, I got, got involved in uh, security. Uh, I went, went to school at uh, GCU, Grand Canyon University, and uh, I went with a public safety and emergency management background. It always seemed to be, always seemed to spark my interest. Um, and I kind of just rolled with it. You know, I enjoyed, uh, you know, public safety in general. I, I enjoyed, you know, um, you know, giving, giving tips and seminars to the public. Uh, I sat in on a few. I went to a lot of seminars. I enjoyed them so much that I said, hey, I, I can do this, you know, and, and I have some great ideas. And, you know, uh, just public and personal safety um, was, was kind of became my thing. Um, and I always had, uh, you know, the love and passion for firearms. And uh, that's been with me since I was uh, since I was young, since I was a kid. But uh, never never got too involved in it because you know as most of you would know i live in new jersey and it's a it's a it's a very uh very tough subject here so you know there's, there's a lot of rules yeah. and uh and so much what you can and can't do and and and, and allowances so um, i really dove into the uh the the personal safety personal protection um you know as far as even like active shooter seminars and, and, and teaching them along, yeah. teaching them along the way. And, uh, you know, a, uh, CPR AED was one of my first, uh, training certificates. And then I just grew into, you know, tourniquet training. And, and um, then I got involved, um, heavily with the NRA and, uh, started to take courses with the NRA. And, um, I, I want to say, I guess, uh, I guess what, what struck me into the training of firearms was the safety end of it. Um, uh, I wanted to be um, a contributor uh, to New Jersey, and I knew, um, you know, teaching uh, gun handling, safe gun handling, um, good techniques makes people better shooters and, and uh, gets people more involved, lets them understand it a little bit more. 
Um, so they, so they take more interest in it and, you know, just along the way, it just got stronger and stronger. Um, and then I developed into, uh, varsity firearms. Um, I don't want to say I'm a huge company. I'm actually very small and I like it that way, uh, because I, I'm very personalized. So, um, you know, I'll have, um, uh, basic pistol and, uh, basic pistol handling, uh, courses through the NRA and I'll have one or two people in the class. And I really just, just hone in on, on making sure that, 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 you know, the, the individuals that sign up for the class really get the worst of it. And, um, we really get to spend some time, you know, handling and, and really putting together plans about, you know, safe, safe storage and, and, and things like that. And sometimes we roll it. Um, and then they sign up for it um, and and or, you know, they, they definitely get the word out there, but it's very personalized. So, John, what do you find is the one of the biggest challenges up there in northern New Jersey teaching people about safety and firearms? What what's your big you, there must be some challenge well, up there. You know, there's a lot of challenges, but um, I guess, you know depends on where, where what area you're from and I'm and I and I border you know 10 minutes from New York City so there's a lot of indoor ranges uh, opposed to a good selection of outdoor ranges although there are great outdoor ranges up here um, none in the direct area where I am or or the uh, individuals that I train um, but th- I guess the biggest challenge is probably getting getting the public to understand um, you know, that there is light on the end of the tunnel and there is good reason for home protection. And there is good reason, most of all, uh, to know how to handle your firearm, because if you don't know how to do that, um, you know, you might as well have a baseball bat to protect yourself. Um, yeah. So how do you carry up there in New Jersey? I hear all kinds of really challenging stuff about carrying up. There. Um, so we carry uh, some of us, of course, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, a big process to go along background checks, qualifications, uh, all that. But um, how do we carry? We have a, a major list of sensitive places of where you can and can't carry. Um, but um, there's, there's enough, um, there's enough there where you can carry and keep yourself safe. And, um, you know, I'm a big advocate and always was, and I guess it's the way I was, or the area I was brought up in is to, you know, protect your home first. So, um, yep. you know, yeah, you know, you, you adjust to it. Um, I think I, I spend, uh, most of my days daydreaming of moving somewhere else, but, uh, but in reality, this is where my <laughs> life is. This is where my, my career is. Um, I, I see, uh, I see the light on the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, New Jersey and, and, and the gun advocates, they fight, they fight hard. Um, and, uh, you know, there's been a lot of good things of late, um, but, you know, we just got to weather the storm and, and keep it going. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's that's tough. a great attitude. It's, tough. it's not easy. Yeah, that's a good attitude that you have about it, because New Jerseyans, they deserve the same rights and Second Amendment rights as everybody else. They deserve it. Yeah. And, and the fact that and then the fact that they make it more tough on you is, uh, in my opinion, simply unconstitutional. But that's what you got to live with. Well, I got to say that's my opinion as well. And um, you know, it's there's not much we can do. We have to do what we can do, and you know, and fight the fight. And uh, while we're fighting the fight, remember, you know, the importance of it, the safety aspects of it. Um, and you know, like I said, I, I guess the biggest challenge is letting people know that there's light on the end of the tunnel. 
Um, giving my opinion is, you know, is not always what everybody buys into, but, you know, I am a, a strong <laughs> second, second amendment, uh, advocate and uh you know I, I let people know how i feel although i don't you know i always tell everybody i'm not trying to convince you i just want to know what your rights are and if you do have the love or passion or feel that you know you have the right to to carry you know this is this is the avenue you need to go you know um but you know i always what do you hear what do you hear in new jersey what do they say um what uh, i think i think my audience would benefit right now from from understanding what is it that New Jerseyans say to you positive or negative about guns? Uh, it's a very mixed crowd. Um, uh, I have a lot of people that are into into firearms. I have some people that I that I go to the range with. Uh, they don't have their concealed carry. Um, they don't put any uh, any interest in it based on history, um, and they they yeah. feel like hey, it's you know maybe it's just a short time. You know, how long is it going to last? You know, they're going to end up pulling it away. I'm not going to invest that money. You know, those are the, the those are the, the challenges I have as, you know, from the instructor end. Um, but, you know, I just I stay positive and, you know, and I and I preach the positive. You know, I, I pay attention to a lot of things. Um, you know, I, I, I belong to a lot of clubs like NRA and all my local. Uh, I support all the local uh, New Jersey gun clubs here. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I educate myself, I educate myself through podcasts. You're one of the, one of the greatest podcasts I've ever listened to. Uh, probably one of the first, one you. of the first, um, and I stumbled across it Thank you. and, uh, I'm a long time listener. So, uh, you know, it's <laughs> funny because, and it, and it locked in because a lot of your interests fell in, in, in the same realm of my, of my own. So, um, yeah. So I got excited to listen to, uh, you know, uh, what you said. I think I left a few messages to you along the way. Um, you know, you did it. Sorry, I got busy, but uh, uh, I I do pay attention to every message that comes to me. Yeah. So you I so do. you've heard me, uh, you know, probably preach, babble, and just say some nonsense just to be heard. But uh, but yeah. you know, here we are today, and you know, building a relationship. Uh, you know, from from and you're from, on the show yeah, now. From from Jersey to <laughs> Texas, you know. Where, where yeah. I envy, uh, you know, your, your, your laws out there, but, um, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's tough. It's a tough thing here, but people stay positive. And like I said, there is a positive upbeat and, and, um, you know, our, the community that, that, that stands for it are strong and they, they follow good guidelines. And we know that, Hey, you know what, this is probably some type of trial period. So we got to do what's right. Um, but, instructors like myself and i know a lot you know throughout the area you know they don't teach it because it's you know ccw here they teach it because they they truly want people to understand handle firearms safely um you know and and be a part of the community so you know it's 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 a catch-22 a little bit but um you know there's a lot of positive there and hopefully a bright future well, you just brought up, thank you very much, you just brought up the uh, instructing that you do. So looking at your biography, it looks like you've got the NRA pistol instructor certification. Correct. Um, so do I. I got that one too. And you're a certified range safety officer as well, right? Yep, yep. Um, I haven't worked it, any range yet. Um, I kind of got it for the safety aspect of it. That was the original direction, um, but uh, I kind of... I kind of felt uh, like I wanted to get more involved in, in personalized training. But, you know, there's some ranges that I go to, and I'm friendly with a lot of people, uh, you know, from going, obviously. Um, you know, you make friends by, 
by showing up and, and seeing the same people. Yeah, you every sure week. do. Show um, up, yeah. you make the friends. And, yeah. and that's really, I got to tell you, that's one of the things I love about, about this, we'll call it this hobby, um, you know, more of a hobby here in Jersey. But, um, you know, what I most, most like, what I like most about it is the relationships I've built and the, and the friends I've built and, you know, and, and chatting about yeah. upgrades and, and triggers and trigger pressure and, and techniques and, you know, just to get such a feel for other people and, you know, just walking in places and calling everybody by their name is just, it's comforting, you know? Um, but It is a great group of people. You know, uh, I think everybody finds that out eventually, that the Second Amendment community is a great group of people. 100%. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. From And it, it, it infuriates me when we're demonized and we're, we're made out to be the bad guys by by media and politicians. You know, I, I, I just want to punch them in the mouth yeah. when they do that because because it's exactly the opposite. Would you agree? I, I agree. I definitely agree. I just, uh, you know, it, it's it's a tough subject here. And, you know, um, you know yeah, I feel like... where I, you are, it is. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, you know we're, we're keying in on, on, you know, people that are well-trained people that have the interest that are taking the time, you know, to get certified, to learn the safety ends of it, to learn how to operate, you know, their firearm. And, and they're the guys that are getting criminalized. Well, you know, you got guys running around with illegal guns, borrowed guns, stolen guns, and, you know, and they're, they're, they're robbing people and holding people up and carjacking people. I think that should be more of the focus, but Hey, that again, that's my opinion. You know, um, you know, I, I, yeah. I stay strong to, to stay out of politics and just fight for my right um, and do everything I can to support, you know, the uh, Second Amendment uh, and the, and the, the yeah. Second Amendment community, I should say. Well, you're doing the right thing. And, and not only do you do this, John, but you do a lot of other things. You told me before we started the show uh, that you're into sports and stuff, too, aren't you? Yes, I am. I am. I'm a high school uh, Good. high school coach, and uh, I own a uh, business called East Coast Athletics, um, and we train anywhere uh, from seven years old up to college, um, early preparation. We do um, a lot of college kids come back to me once they move on to college, but basically strength, condition, speed, agility, um, a lot of a lot of team building activities, strongman competitions, you know, things that all that wow, all that uh, cool area. Yeah, so. Cool. I've been doing that for a long time. And you said something about uh, you have another profession too, don't you? Yep, I am a security leader in a uh, in one of the largest hospitals in New Jersey. Security leader in one of the largest hospitals. Yep. Wow. Yep. Cool. And that's and that's needed. Security in hospitals is major a major issue. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that's where I spend most of my time. Um, and then I split up the rest, but, uh, yeah, I'm a busy guy, but you know what? I'm out there talking about, you know, what I love, uh, what I can do for people. I could help people cause you know, there's nothing better than, than helping someone out or, or guiding someone in the right direction or, you know, Bobby, Amen. As, a, as a, as a pistol instructor, what a good feeling it is when you get somebody to hit that target, right? Especially when they're all over the place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And what, what a good feeling it is from, at the end of the day, compare them to the beginning of the day. They came in with nothing, and they're leaving with all kinds oh, of tools in their brain and everything. That's a great feeling. Yeah, that's the first thing I say when we go on the range. I say, okay, you got to bring uh, three three major things: your eye and ear protection, firearm, and your notepad. 
because you got yep. you got you're gonna you're gonna get some good takeaways that you're gonna have to keep working on and 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 you know yep. bring it out and, and working at the range and you know at home dry fire and you know I go through all that stuff with them. Yeah, good, good. Well, thanks for the background. Thanks for talking about what you do, who you are. I think that's important. Uh, let's get into the main subject. What do you carry and why? What are you carrying these days? Well, on my limited carry here in Jersey. Um, yeah, I, I, I do. I do. I do have. Um, I'm actually. Long story short, I uh, I'm a, a big collector of the uh, subcompact, compact, micro compact, but um, but I do have a uh, a three tier rotation uh, depending on weather. Um, you know, obviously, you know we get some heavy winters here and stuff, but uh, you know, opposed to out in some of the southern states. But um, I have three. Uh, my first one um, is probably my go to, and that's my Springfield Hellcat. Um, I like that it reduces down with the uh, flush fit um, mag. Um, you know, it sits really well. It's it's very nice, very good concealable gun. Um, and then I pretty much rotate around through. I have a Sig uh, P365. Um, it's actually just a 365, but I have a Wilson Combat Grip module on it. So that makes it a. There you go. So it just brings it a hair bigger in that hand grip, and it's more controllable for me. Um, you know, I was looking into grabbing. I love it. I bought. I love yeah. this uh, Wilson. It, it's yeah. great, and I, I I bought the uh, the 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 XL hand module to turn it into UNX to the X. But um, yeah, I ended up getting the regular P365 Wilson Combat hand grip, and and it really just. And I bought the uh, the mag extenders for the Wilson, the matching ones. So um, yeah. it, it turned out to work out really well. And then, of course, you know, one of your hottest topics is the uh, is the shadow system. I've been carrying that. Um, there it is again. Yep. So the C- yeah, yeah, the CR920 is. Uh, so do you do you have a CR920? I do. I do. That's that's. Oh, okay. In, in the uh, in the rotation. Um, so pretty much, it's okay. the Springfield Hellcat. Uh, the, the 365 with the Wilson Combat and the CR920 Shadow. Man, <laughs> you've hit three home runs with that. Uh, I tell yeah. you what, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I I would have to say, you know, um, good. Thanks for sharing all that. You've hit. You got three great guns that you carry. You 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 can't go wrong with either of those. No, I really like the way they shoot. Um, you know, I worked a lot with them. I feel like I've um, yeah. I've been I've been very very lucky i feel like i've really learned to control you know that that micro compact compact subcompact uh firearm really well for good target shooting you know i've went into a few competitions and stuff it's been good yeah so john of those three that you have which one at this point is easier for you to shoot well honestly i'm going to go with the 365 um wilson combat grip um most comfortable um i could say um you know recoil is about the same in all of them but i just think the um just the structure of it uh just helps me you know realign realign my next shot probably best out of all of them um the hellcat's a little bit snappy but it is um it is the the smallest out of the three believe it or not i have i can i can bring it make it the smallest um you know by with with the flesh fit mag um and I also changed the uh, the trigger to an apex trigger in the uh, in the Hellcat, so I, oh. I put a little bit of a softer trigger in there, um, a little less pounds on there. But uh, 
you know, out of all of them, I probably probably say the Sig 365, but I'd have to say with the Wilson Combat Grips. Uh, much more Well, I'm in agreement guys. with you. I'm in 100% agreement with you. Um, <clears throat> my, I hate to use the word rotation, but my choices, uh, I'm either carrying the 365, the um, <clears throat> CR920 by Shadow Systems, or my Glock 42. It's basically those three. That's what I'm carrying, uh, just basically depending on the situation. But I find, I'm agreement with you, this 365 with this full-length X, X-length Wilson Combat Grip, uh, the, it, this is just perfect. The balance of it is awesome. I can shoot it. I, I still, I can shoot it better than my Shadow Systems gun because I'm because I don't have enough rounds through Shadow. It, this thing's only got about 110 rounds through it. Oh. So... I, I need to get used to it, and I've I've given my thousand round trigger job to the P365 probably a couple times now, so I'm much more used to shooting right. it, and it's better. But it's interesting you say that. How do you find how do you find the um, the the modularity of the Sig guns to be? Do you like that? I do, I do. I enjoy it. I enjoy changing them up too a lot. You know. And so, so I assume I didn't realize you just mentioned something. So all three of what you have, they're all acceptable in New Jersey, right? That is correct. But do you have to use the ten round magazine? Yes, I do. Everyone is a ten round magazine. That is correct. So okay, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. So so here's my Sig, twelve round mag. You can't use. I this. cannot. We could, uh, but sorry, what do you we, have to do? We could one in the chamber, so we can we can get to eleven with one in the chamber, but the mag has to be loaded with ten. So, do you have to buy this length mag in ten round version? Absolutely, and New Jersey, there's okay. ten round mags everywhere. There, you you can't buy any other mag but a ten round mag. Yeah, well that sucks. So but, that's why we have to be um, perfect because we only got ten <laughs> shots. We have to be perfect. Well. So with your CR920, then, you can carry this 10-round mag with it. Yes, correct. And I put I put their Shadow Systems pinky extension on yep. it. Um, just but, but, but this is my 10-round mag in the Shadow Systems. And so this would be legal in New Jersey. It is perfectly legal. I have the same exact. Oh, okay. What is that? I can't really see. Is that the uh, Elite? It, it's the CR920 Elite. Yes, that's what I have, too. Sorry, my, my camera's bad. My camera's bad, but it's yeah. the CR920 Elite. I yeah. all my shadow all my shadow systems guns, they're all the Elite version. I got four of them. Yeah. And um it's uh so I didn't know that about New Jersey that New Jersey is a ten round mag state. Oh it is. It is. So you gotta be uh you can, it's tough because you gotta get you know, there's been other firearms that I've been interested in. And you know they'll pin the mags. You buy them. You buy the mag. You buy the, the firearm with the with the mags pins. But if you want to get more mags, you know you're in trouble. And I'm a, and I'm a guy who likes to have, uh, you know, I call it a six mag count for every gun I have, um, you know, for for a certain reason. Um, I mean, I guess I'll I'll go over it. I like to have two for the range, uh, two for backup, and and two for carry. Um, you know, perfect. So that's that's how I kind of go with every uh, every firearm I have. So. Um, because, because I'm so anal about it, um, I start to change my mind, you know, so, so my, 
my desire and my, my liking, my choice of firearms sometimes changes based on, you know, on the magazines and, and what I can get and can, can't get and, and pin. You can't even really get them pinned here. Uh, you, you buy, you, you can't, you, know, you, you, you buy them pinned. You, they come pinned when you purchase the firearm. And um, if the, if one of the major companies decides to make 10 round mags, then the stores will sell them. But that's about it. Then the stores will, yeah. Yeah. So, John, that's a pretty good three-gun rotation, and uh, there was something I was just going to ask you. The thought popped into my mind, and now it escaped me, but it'll come back. So when you're teaching, I do have this question. When you're teaching, what are the top two topics, the top two things you want your students to walk away with? Well, I want them to walk away with, well, right out the gate, I really, I want to make sure that they walk away from me with a little bit of confidence. But um, the top two things are, are definitely uh, safety and um, knowing how to handle their firearm if they needed to use it in any case or any fashion. Um, those are the top two okay. things. I want to make sure that they're, they're, they're comfortable, um, you know, breaking it down, understanding it. Um, you know, I mean, I couldn't really pick top two. There's probably five things I like to go over with everybody, but you know, I just want them to have, I want them to be comfortable and I want them to, to understand the safety aspect of it. And of course, um, you know, be able to use it and use it, you know, um, with, with confidence. Good. Well, uh, you know, that's the most important thing, the safety and being able to use it. Yeah. And, you know, you have, even though you also have limitations, you can only have 11 rounds in the pistol. In my opinion, that's plenty to be able to win the fight. That's plenty, in my in my opinion. Uh, you know, I think you got a problem with your training and your shooting if you need more than 11 rounds to get out of whatever situation you happen yeah, to be in. I have to agree with that. I, you know, I mean, I don't know any other way, so, so it's... yeah. It is my way, so I'm okay with it. Um, but uh, sometimes I wonder how, how good it would be to have those extra shots. Um, but um, yeah, no, ten rounds is definitely enough. And uh, especially with with you know compact micro compacts, you know, you really um, yeah. before like the last two three years really that you were getting seven eight you know eight rounds anyway, seven rounds nine rounds you know all different dependent on on the uh, on the firearm. So. Uh, you know, you, you used to with that with that smaller um, with that smaller module gun. Well, you said earlier you've been listening to my podcast for a long time. You probably remember when I had John Korea from Active Self Protection on this show. Yes. Yeah, and here's a guy. God bless him. I mean, he's done so much work analyzing civilian defensive encounters that involve a gun, not a knife not pepper spray or anything like that and um still he says you know it's it's maybe four five six rounds and the whole thing's over it's true you know yeah, and, no. and we like what do you think of this john we like to fantasize you know second amendment people like to say oh i got you know, I got 19 rounds in the pistol, and I got another spare 21-round mag. So I got 40 rounds, and people like to get into all that. But I'm thinking to myself, where are you going, and what yeah. are you going to do, and what do you think is going to happen where you're going to need to have 40 rounds? Listen, it's it's personal protection. Um, you know, 
Uh, you, you give me three, I'm happy with that. But uh, I, I, I'm very confident as an individual, but I want people to feel that same confidence. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you know, what I, what I try and teach everybody, and, you know, I don't, obviously I don't teach use of force, but, you know, use of force varies um, from state to state. But, um, you know, I, I try and let everybody know, you know, the last thing you ever want to do is is fire your, your weapon. But um, it is the last thing you ever want. Yeah. To do. But, but, you know, you know, you got to know that it's it's for your for your own personal safety, for the personal safety of your family. Um, and of course, you know, it's up to it's up to the individual if they're in if they're in some kind of um, situation where they may have to, you know, protect someone else. And, you know, and that's on them. But, um, you know, other than that, it, you know, you don't need you don't you don't need 30 shots. You don't need 20 shots. You know? No, no. So, John, how do you carry what kind of belt, what kind of holster, what position? What, what's your normal method? Oh, I do appendix carry. Um, okay. Belts are kind of uh, I don't I don't really stick to any particular belt because um so like it's a little bit different here. So I do appendix carry, and um, I'll buy any 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 belt in the in probably some of the gun stores that I go to. Anything that's strong, that lasts, that's stiff. Um, I don't have a particular brand. Um, I do use, believe it or not, um, uh, the Houston leather holsters. I like them the best. Okay. I don't really use the Kydex unless I'm going to the um, uh, you know to the range or something. I'm going to work on drawing, but um, you know. On a, on a on a daily routine, um, it's it's the the Houston uh, leather holster. So you're using a Houston leather holster yeah. in the appendix position. Yeah, I have the holster in yeah. the appendix carry position. In the appendix okay. carry position. Okay. That's the holster right here. Oh, check it out. Nice. You know, so it's uh it's nice and soft. that looks comfortable. It's, it's nice and soft. It's very comfortable. You know, people have said, oh, do you feel like it's loose in there? Do you feel like it's going to fall out? I've never had an issue. Um, I've ended up, uh, I liked it so much that I end up, you know, buying a bunch just to have for backup. And, you know, I always have to worry about once I like something, I want to make sure I have, uh, you know, I have replacements so I, so I, I don't fall out of my game. Um, but um, Well, can I see that again? Sure. So it's a Houston leather. It looks like it's a straight drop holster. Straight drop. Yeah. Okay. And, and it looks like it's got a real nice nice clip on the front does. of it, very, too. It's a very strong, tight clip. Um, the funny part, And the part that's up against your body is looks real soft. It's very soft. It's got a little, very, very little bit of cushion. And the truth is, inside, is got a little cushion. Um, and it's a very soft material and, you know, protects the guns, too. Um, but the, but it the, is leather. It is leather, and the good part about this, um, it is leather. The good part about this holster is it fits all three of the guns that I that I carry in the rotation. So, um, like a glove. So. Wow. And so uh, you use what kind of belt? Did you mention? Uh, I just use a nylon belt. Um, there's no no particular name brand. I'll get I'll get one that's that's comfortable. Um, I usually get them at the gun store. I've even gone on Amazon and gotten a few, um, you know, but, um, you know, cause it, cause it's for us here again, it's, you know, we have sensitive places. So sometimes you're carrying it. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes I'm locking it up in my vehicle. If I'm going into a certain area, you can't carry it. You know, there's a lot of different things. So, um, you know, I don't have a particular, well, I have pretty, pretty much have like an all purpose, um, belt for the, uh, for the holster to, to clamp on. 
Okay, good. Thanks for answering that. I want to keep this going. I think, John, I'm going to skip the Patreon portion today because we're on a good roll, and I may call you back and do a, a Patreon interview if we could do that. Absolutely. For everybody who supports this show, which I hope you do, if you're a Patreon member, I'm going to invite John back on, and we're going to do a, a special topic. I have a topic in mind, John, that I'm going to send you for you to think about okay. that we could do for all of the Handgun World Patreon supporters. Uh, but let's continue with this, because I like it, and it's good, and people need to hear it. So... Uh, Another question that I've been meaning to ask, and this will probably be my last question, and then you can take over with most of the topics. Where, uh, tell me about this sensitive places stuff, because I know that New Jersey and New York and several of the other states up there in the Northeast, and I think maybe even California has done it, They've come up as a reaction. I think it's a reaction to the Supreme Court decision, right? Correct. The Bruin decision. That is correct. So as a reaction, they've come up with these sensitive places. What What are those? And, and give us examples. Well, so there's been a lot of back and forth. Um, it's, it's changed probably three to four times in the last four or five months. But, um, you know, sensitive places Imagine that. are, you know... Um, <laughs> Anywhere that any bar or restaurant where where, where alcohol is served, uh, you can't bring your firearm in. So uh, people have been leaning more towards the the BYOBs, um, you know, especially people that that, that are strong gun advocates. Um, you can't go bring it into any um, hospital. Uh, what else? Some big ones. Any state or governed property. Um, you have to make sure that it's not with you, schools, colleges, youth sporting events, uh, right along those topics. So, the, you know, I, I think the issue with that for, for someone like me is that you have to keep taking it on and off. And I, and I find that more of a, you know, more of a danger than anything else, you know, unloading. And, and when you take it off, like the example of let's just say that I am going to a restaurant. OK, I pull in the restaurant parking lot in that parking lot. I have to move my, my, my firearm. I have to lock it in my car safe. The magazine has to be out of the, uh, out of the, out of the firearm. Um, and the, uh, and it's gotta be locked in a, in a box. So there's, it's a catch 22. So do I want to bring it? Do I want to lock it? Do I have to risk, you know, my car being broken into? There's a lot of different things here. I do have a very good, uh, locking system, uh, in my vehicle, but you know, it's the on and off. It's just, I think that's, it, it, you know, being a safety guy and, you know, building everything around, you know, personal and public safety, I think that um, that's that's a huge safety hazard for, for us. Yeah, the on and off is no good. I know it's the requirement. I know you got to do it in New Jersey, but I agree with you. The on and off, that's that's no good. It needs to go on, stay on until you go to bed. Yeah, that's. You know, ideally, but yeah. so you have to deal with that. You got to deal with that. You have to deal with, uh, oh, I can't carry here. I can carry here. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I recommend I recommend to people in that situation have a good car safe. There's good car safes. Yeah, I have one with a cable. That you can get, and uh, yeah. you know, it's <laughs> it's probably the best one you can get. But um, you know, it's just it, you have to have a safe, and I do I do do that. Go through yeah. that in my training. You know. Not only having a good uh, good safe at home, but we talk about having a safe in the car too, especially if you're going to get 
you know, the CCW, not on through CCW. Um, Got to have that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I do a lot of preparation for, for uh, concealed carry. Um, that's part of what I do. Uh, I can't qualify people for it here in New Jersey, but what I do do is I help them with the paperwork. Um, you know, I do passport pictures. Um, I notary, I'm a notary as well. So I notarize their stuff and, um, you know, and, and actually sh- shoot the qual course with them so they're comfortable and they understand it. Um, you know, so those are some things you do do. But then we go over, you know, you know, um, the, the proper things that you need to have, you know, if you're going to if you're going to have a CCW here, concealed carry. So um, it's just uh, it's it's not easy. It's not easy. It's definitely no. um, there's more rules involved here. Um but you know we have um, one of the one of the greatest uh, gun attorneys uh, in New Jersey, um, Evan Knappen. I don't know if you know who he is. I've heard the name. Evan Knappen. Yep. Uh, he also has a podcast, The Gun Lawyer. Um, he is one, yeah. one of the biggest. Yeah, you probably heard of him. He's one of the the, the biggest um, firearms attorney in New Jersey. Um, he has a lot of yes. books out, and um, his book is like a bible to a lot of our police departments, some of the small ones and stuff, and. You know, I keep up on on his literature, and he's constantly updating and and putting out, you know, so on social media and updating his book um, on uh, on the laws as they change. The funny part is, uh, his book is he has a QR code, um, so he wrote his book, and then anytime a law changes, whether it goes from so let's just say a few months ago you were allowed to have your firearm in New Jersey, you were allowed to have your firearm in a restaurant. Uh, a bar or restaurant if you weren't consuming any alcohol so now i think it was june 20th the, the law changed again um so if you hit his if you if you hit the qr code on the front of his book he comes out and gives the updates on on those specific areas in the book so he's good we got some we got some uh. good tools and good people you know you know supporting this yeah. supporting uh, new jersey but um you know there's there's a, there's a lot to keep up on you know and in, in and, you know, with all the changes, sometimes I feel like, you know, that's how someone's going to get themselves in trouble. Um, and that's how they're going to um, it can be a case built where, you know, lack of responsibility, although it's not. It's just seems like you're trying to trip up the public or trying to trip up the. the, the that's the what carriers. they're trying yeah. to do. They're, so what change did they make? You said June 20th, you uh, when the care when you carry at a restaurant, what was the change that they made well, to that? Well, just um, you know, and I'm keeping it brief because the laws go deep, but um Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so you're allowed to carry your firearm concealed in in a bar or restaurant as long as you didn't consume alcohol. Um, and right. now as of the 20th, you can't carry a a your firearm in any restaurant that serves alcohol. So that's changed. So they went from so so they made it worse. They made it worse. It was actually the original. Um, it went back. So New Jersey, um, you know, made some leeway uh, to get some of the sets of places removed. Uh, TRO was filed by the state, and then it reverted back some of the things. Um, we had a uh, believe it or not, probably one of the biggest thing was um, the original um, the original fight for us was. Um, carrying a firearm on your person while you're driving. They wanted it locked up originally. You had to have the gun locked up in your while you drove, just like you were going to the range. Um, but that ended up getting overturned from a TRO. Um, 
from, from the 2A side, and um, that didn't revert back. That that held in this uh, in this last one of the. So you don't have to keep it locked up anymore while no, you're driving. as long as it's on your person, it's you know it's 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 legal, and you have of course, and you have that's your, better. Your, yeah, so you know, there's been some good things. You know, for New Jersey, um, you know, people are listening to us and saying, "Oh my God, that's nuts! I could never do that." But the truth is, for us, it's it's a big accomplishment. It's you know. It's a it's a semi win. I think we're on our way to making things better, um, but you know it's it's a big difference because two years ago you, you couldn't carry a firearm at all. You know, so 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 New Jersey is making big improvements, aren't they? Correct, big improvements in the in the Second Amendment. So oh, that's good. That's good to hear. Is New Jersey still a may issue or shall issue state? I believe they are a shall. But they're but they're but they but they got their sensitive places yes. and all their yeah. rules and regulations, yes. yeah. right? Yeah. Well, the list of sensitive places you just told me a few minutes ago. I mean, that's pretty similar to here, you know. I mean, there, where there's, you cannot there's, carry. there's some more. Um, you know, I don't have the list in front of me. Um, you know, I, yeah. I know it right now off the top of my head while we're doing this. I'm in a hundred directions, but uh, you know, we could we can go back to that if we had to. Um, you know. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good another podcast. Okay, so you feel though that overall uh, the gun laws in New Jersey have become better, more favorable to Second Amendment advocates. I do, I do. I think they've, we've come okay. a long way. Um, it's not perfect, but um, you know, there's there's a lot of things out there. I mean, you know, all all opinion based. You know, um, you know, everybody has their opinions and, and and reasons and whys, and you know, and and there's some good there's some good arguing arguing points of. You know why or why not, but but end result, end game. Um, you know, it, it, it should be uh, it should be more. You know, it should be more open. You know, for for the opportunity. Just don't drive fifteen. Don't drive fifteen minutes into New York City. No, you right? can't. You can't do that either. <laughs> so you gotta be very careful. Um, I can. Yeah. I can go to Pennsylvania. I, I do have a uh, yeah. carry license for Pennsylvania, so I can go there. So that that makes it a little bit easier. But uh, that's so I'll bet New Jersey. Do you have any reciprocity at all with your New Jersey license? There, there's a few. There's, there's a, there's, yeah. there's a couple, but I'm not, I'm not sure of all of them. You know, I haven't hit that point, so I've only been uh, concealed carrying now since I believe September. Oh, okay. September of last year. So, so I'm you're new. Of, I'm new on that's it. That's yeah, New on it. That's um, good. Good to hear. But I felt like. Uh, you know, there was a lot of preparation for it. You know, we knew it was coming. We knew the argument was, was the fight was being fought. We knew how strong the Bruin case was, and you know, so we we were we were preparing. You know, the Bruin case was awesome. Yeah, just awesome. Absolutely. You know, we need a couple more good decisions like that. But let's hope that let's hope that that happens. Yeah, I mean, we we have ongoing battles here now. I mean, there's a case where we're uh, for for magazines as well, and you know. You know, uh, the amount um i think you know that that's well, that's going to maybe have an answer maybe sometime around october november so that can change to the capacity of uh, magazines so there's there's things out there you know um it's, it's going in the right direction like i said i call it a semi-win and you know um you know I, i'm proud of you know the, the 2a community and what they've done for all of us uh, here and you know we look to support them and you know as well as all over in the country but you know I, I'm an advocate you know I'm a two-way advocate I'm glad to hear that it's going in the right direction that's excellent 
Um, so let's wrap this up. We got about two or three minutes left, and I always like to give my guests the last word. And what what do you want to add? What in the last couple minutes? What do you, what do you want the listeners and the viewers to know? Well, it depends on what's, what what angle we talk about so much, Bob. Um, you know, it depends on what angle. I, I would say, um, you know, carry concealed carry. Let's talk about concealed carry. If you're going to be a concealed carry. Um, for any anywhere and whether what state it is i just think that you need to make sure you get you get that work in um you know whether it's dry fire whether it's range time i think you need to get that work in you know uh at least once a week because if you're gonna ever if you ever have to use that that firearm you want to make sure that you're you know you're 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 right on right on target and um you know I, i i just i preach practice all the time you know practice you know if you can practice, you know, 10 minutes a week, dry fire, and if you can get to the range once a week would be a home run. Um, for guys like over here, you know, I always tell them, you know, if you can get here, if you get to the range twice a month and, um, you know, dry fire once a week, um, you know, at least practice. you keep yourself comfortable. Practice is key, you know. Um, train and, and practice. And I always say what I'm telling you is minimum. So practice and, and training is, is just – it, it's it's part of the operation you can't be good at it you can't be confident at it um and you can't yeah. can't hold that prestige of, of of accuracy without that without that hard work and practice and time dedicated so john tell people where can they find out about your courses that you teach and find out about what you're doing um so you can go you can uh go on the website is uh varsity firearms dot com uh, there's a nice little website there. Um, again, small little business here looking to, uh, yeah. looking to help out people, um, you know, that are, that are just getting into it. You know, I want to make sure that, that they feel comfortable and, you know, I, if I could just ramble on for one second, Bob, and this is, you know, I, I go, go. I want to first, first say that I am a, a huge, um, supporter of all police, but when in my first training session, uh, young, I was probably young, probably um, my first pistol training session, I was probably 22 years old and I signed up for a training course and it was a, um, it was an active, but just about ready to retire a police officer. And um, I remember uh, feeling a lot of pressure uh, for shooting, for shooting um, with him, um, with the things he was saying, I felt like he was judging judging me and now when i look back at it i know he wasn't but that was me as a 22 year old kid but um i think more it's it was more of the anxiety of not knowing enough about shooting um a handgun opposed to someone trying to teach me how to shoot the handgun um you know people's personalities and uh you you take it sometimes you take it like you know they're being too strict or you you start to feel yourself a little shaky or nervous or yeah i felt that before to the best of your ability so along the way, one of the one of the things I um, I wanted to do was, um, and again, you know, huge police supporter, 100 um, percent. Very, very, very close with uh, with a lot of police departments. Um, but, um, you know, I sometimes feel like uh, I'm going to steal kind of your your line here, you know, just being that, you know, the ordinary regular guy, um, you know, teaching people the way I learned as an ordinary regular person. You know, I grew in this in this hobby uh, of firearms uh, by learning, by paying attention and by wanting it and running into some good people that have said, Hey, this is the way you do it. Hey, don't be nervous. Hey, you know, this is a better stamp. Try the stamp. So great. Um, you know, yeah. that's, 
that's what I, I like to offer. And that's why I like to keep it small. If I see people, their anxiety's going, getting a little crazy or they're, they start to sweat. I'm looking for those identifying signs of anxiety. And if I feel like they're a little quivery or off, you know, we take some breaks and, and talk about it and, and work through it. And that's, yeah, that's my style. That's, that's what I like to do. I like that style. I like that style. I'd love to take one of your classes. I think that's, um, that's a good style because you got to people, you got to put people at ease. Yeah. You, know, you got to, you got to get them comfortable. Yeah. You have yeah. to get them comfortable. You know, and it's, and it's, you know, experienced shooters. They, they also, you know, we, for myself, I pick up a firearm now. I'm very, very comfortable with it. But I, I think back to the first time I put a, uh, a handgun in oh, my hand yeah. and, my, and you know me like, too. oh my god so i think i kind of remember <laughs> that and use that every time someone picks it up and i kind of talked to them about it i said okay so this is you know you have you have an actual firearm in your hands you know so you yeah. know how are you going to handle it you know of course we work on it with um with some dummy rounds or snap caps but you know it's 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 a feeling that someone has to get through it's one of the first, first i got you john you reminded me of something i gotta say um People don't know this. I, I haven't. I've never told this story on the podcast before. I don't think. My first handgun was a full-size Sig P226 in nine millimeter. Wow. I lo- I loaded that. It's the first time I ever shot a gun. I loaded that sucker up to full capacity. I put the magazine in there. I racked the slide. I was out in the country. I was shooting a target that was taped to this giant tree and i walked back about five yards and i just started pressing the trigger until the ammo was gone and i was so nervous i did it all by myself i didn't want anybody to see it and uh my rounds were everywhere i mean every piece of the target uh let's see my my 226 i think had a i think it had a 17 round magazine so i i spread those 17 round mag or those 17 rounds everywhere and I remember how nervous I was. Right. I didn't know what I was right. doing. I, it's I, I can remember it like yesterday, and it's just uh, yeah. you know. And, and I bring that into it, you know. I, I, and you know what? And I'm not ashamed to say, hey, you know, first time I did it, the first few months I was terrible. I tell people, you know, and you know, it's it's the truth. I mean, there's you know, I mean, you know, do you come across a few natural naturals? Yeah, that have a good strong uh, you know base and, and can hold a steady hand. Yeah, yeah you sure do. you do. You do. Yeah, but uh, it's not often. You know, it's not often. No. Um, but you know, I, I let people know. You know, you're you're gonna you're you're gonna get better. You're gonna you know you're you're not supposed to be good. You know, this is something new. It's like you know, never hitting a baseball before. It's like never riding a bike before. It's something new. But then all of a sudden, yeah, you know, you let that muscle memory kick in and and you use your skills and, and you go on. You know, you just you know, you're 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 a beginner. You know, accept that you're a beginner. Yeah. You know, accept you're a beginner and and know that you're always going to be a student. If you know you're always going to be a student and you're going to always want to learn and there's always more to learn and that you'll never know it all. There's always more. No. Nope. That's the way we're going to get better. You know, well, John, this has been great. Thank you very much. It's been an honor to have you on. Um, before I sign off, I want to I want to invite you back. Let's do a part two. Let's do something special for the Patreon members. If you don't, yeah, mind, that'd be great. Absolutely. And I want to encourage people to check out Varsity Firearms. If you're up there in the, the New Jersey area, go take one of John's classes. VarsityFirearms.com, right? Yep. Yep. I'll put a link in the show notes 
So it's easy for people in the show notes to go to var- varsityfirearms.com. And uh, when I get back from church this afternoon, I'm going to get this posted up. And so it'll be live for people to listen yeah, to it, real it, soon. If we can, you know, and, you know, the listeners out there, if you could follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram, uh, you know, I'm trying to build a good community, um, you know, from here to Texas, from Do here they, everywhere, um, you know, just to discuss, you know, people's, um, you know, firearm preference, um, deals, ammo deals, uh, you know, mod- modifications. Yeah. I'm, I just try and try and keep the community rolling, you know. So uh, on Facebook, do they follow you at Talking Handguns? They, they don't. So that was um, that was my old uh, my old handle. Um, you know, oh. when I first started getting into it, and um, it's now upgraded to uh, Varsity Fi- Varsity Firearms. Varsity but, Fi- you know, I'm a dinosaur, okay. so I don't know how to save all those. All those people, so I'm out there again. It's growing. Uh, I think I'm at about 155 uh, followers right now, but I'd like to grow that and, and get some word around. So go to go to Varsity Firearms. Yep, Varsity go Firearms. to Varsity Firearms on fa- on Facebook. Yep, and uh, Varsity under slash Firearms on Instagram. So that'd be great. Uh, Vir- um, varsity fi- Varsity under slash Firearms on Instagram. Yep. And, uh, you know, basically okay. that's, I use that for, you know, a lot of people ask me some questions and, and I, I love to answer them, you know, like you do, Bob, and, and, and I'm sure a lot of other people out there. But, you know, I don't mind being in someone's wheelhouse to give some 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 opinion or, or you know, or direction. I have no problem doing that. Um, certainly don't want to steal it from anybody else that does it. But, you know, just another outlet out there that that's willing to support anyone. John, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Bob. Thanks for this time. It's been a pleasure here, too. Folks, uh, John Valenti, and it is Varsity Firearms. Check it out. Check out his whole operation. Thanks for donating your time. Uh, Time is not a renewable asset, like I like to say. Um, With that, let's get signed off. So, folks, remember, you got to shoot straight. You got to shoot safe. You got to read your Bible every day. And... I'll look forward to talking to you again next time. Awesome. Thanks again, John. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye, all. Bye. Have a good one. You too. Send lawyers, guns, and money. This shit has hit the fan.